Welcome back to Strange Days. Paul with you, continuing this journey towards facing our shadows. So the goal is emotional health, and that requires that we do a deeper work, and it's work at a foundational level. We've emphasized a few times that when a skyscraper is showing structural damage up on the 17th floor, it's down to the basement that a good engineer would go because that's where the root cause of the problem is. And so when we discuss facing our shadows, we really are talking about a lifetime pursuit of going down to the basement and asking ourselves the questions, where did that come from? Where did that emotional outburst come from? Where did that display of impatience Where's that anger, that sadness? It's, it's going to that foundation and not alone. It's going with Jesus Christ who longs to repair and to build our lives on the rock of who he is and what he's done for us. A little bit of a journey that's been described here um, could be almost described as a transition from Romans 7 to Romans 8. Romans 7 is a view that sort of says, you know, I know that there are no good things that dwell inside of me. That's Romans 7 verse 18. There's just an awareness of our sin. But then in Romans 8, we are reminded that we are more than conquerors. Those seem like two completely contradictory things. No good thing dwells inside me. And then all of a sudden, I'm more than a conqueror. What's really been emphasized there by Paul as he writes his final letter to those in Rome is the truth that we need to hold these two things together. Yes, we are made from dust. Yes, we are fallen. No good thing dwells within us. But ah, we are made in the image of God. Ah, we are more than conquerors. And every moment of every day, we have an opportunity to respond to the Spirit's work in us, the new life that's taken root, and to grow in our ability to love God and to love people. So easy in circumstances like this to collapse into one or the other. Um, I'm nothing, I'm just Roman seven, pond, scum, or I'm amazing, I'm the best thing that's ever happened. I'm more than a conqueror, Romans 8 style. But as we grow in maturity, I think we hold these two together. Yes, I'm vulnerable and open, but at other times I'm defensive. Sometimes I'm loving, but at other times I'm prejudiced and unkind. Certain circumstances I'll be very hardworking, and in others I'll be lazy. I might be calm and very loving in certain relationships, but yet anxious and not very caring in others. I could go on, and I hope you would identify something of this to be true of your own life. If you really are honest, this blend of Romans 7 and Romans 8 finds its way in our lives, and the idea is to feed the new life we have in Christ and to establish that rule of life, not so that we can earn God's favor, but that we can open up our lives to more of God's spirit and his life um, to change us. And so what we're going to do today is ask ourselves a couple of questions around assessing how healthy our approach to our shadow is. So why I want to do this little quiz from the book is that it does give you a little foretaste of where we're going. Because obviously if you aren't doing a lot of the actions described in this quiz, there's an invitation to pick them up as practices over the next few weeks and months. So taken from Pete Scazzaro's book, 10 questions, and obviously you'd want to be giving a five out of five, you know, for every one of these, but maybe if it's not true of you, you'd need to give it a one out of five. 
rating is as important as thinking through these 10 questions. Question number one, in trying to help us see how healthy our approach to our shadow is. I take time regularly to experience and process my anger, fear and sadness with God and others. In other words, I, I really do try and process my emotions, my sad, mad, glad kind of emotions. Number two, I have healthy self-awareness of my shadow, my wounds, my self-protectiveness, my weaknesses, and how I'm tempted to sin against other people in my unguarded moments. Number three, when I'm triggered or have an overreaction, rather than blaming others, I settle myself down and ask, what from my past might be causing me to react so strongly to this situation or person? So you don't just fly off the handle, but you actually have the ability to breathe and to think about what could be going on here. As an example, perhaps if you're busy speaking on a Zoom call and someone kind of turns off their video and, and part of you just say, oh, they're not interested in what I'm saying. They, they've gone to the kitchen to make coffee and you, you, you know, that's so typical of that person. You go off and off and off. Meanwhile, they could just have had um, a kid crying and they're desperately wanting to listen to you. you. You see what I'm saying? There's sometimes an overreaction due to the stories we're telling ourselves which don't align with reality. And so how we process that becomes important. Number four. I'm honest with myself and a few significant others about the struggles, doubts, and hurts deep beneath the surface of my life. Number five, I routinely seek out and embrace feedback from other people about how they experience my flaws as a leader. Number six, I take the time to ask hard questions of myself even when I'm fearful of where the answers might lead. Number seven, consistently seek out guidance from mentors, a counsellor, a spiritual director or other mature believers to help me process how my shadow manifests itself in my leadership. Number eight, I quickly reach out for help when I'm overly stressed or engage in unhealthy or self-destructive behaviours. Number nine, I'm able to identify the roots of my leadership weaknesses and failures. Some of these could be mixed motives, fear of what others think, anxiety, anger, etc., or my family of origin, or, or my personal history. And then finally, um, asking ourselves how healthy is our approach to our shadows. I'm able to anticipate moments and seasons that might be difficult for me to ask for support in advance. Now, that 10 question list is not meant to strike um, condemnation in any of our hearts. It's meant to tell us that there's something we can do about our shadows. It's not just a case of putting our finger on an area and saying, well, I'm going to pray and that's it. No, I'm grateful for prayer and that is part of the process. But there's so much more that we can do here. There's an invitation to take time out to process things, to increase our levels of self-awareness, to reflect when triggered, to be honest about our struggles with a group of people, not putting on a front and kind of trying to give a polished persona, but getting real with some close, close people, inviting feedback from people, asking the hard questions of ourselves, what's going on at a deeper level, not just trying to neglect that stuff, seeking guidance from others, reaching out when over, overly stressed, identifying some of our big weaknesses by looking at our personal history and those patterns in our behavior, and then finally being able to anticipate moments and seasons that are difficult. I think of people who've lost loved ones, and when that birthday comes up or that anniversary, it's hard emotionally. Do you have the maturity to let people know in advance and to seek in advance for, for a level of support? I think that's just a fantastic avenue for 
developing into the person that God has made you to be. And so I will continue to look at what facing our shadow means and these fantastic ways in which we can do so, the ways that bring us into the presence of Jesus, that heal us, and that deep reminder that you are more than your shadow, that yes, Romans 7 does say that no good thing dwells inside of me, but Romans 8 reminds us of the great victory that we have in Christ and the fullness of life that he offers. And so Jesus, as we, many of us, identify just the levels of emotional immaturity that we are dealing with when we feel our lives are are unexamined in so many ways. May we draw closer to you, the great healer, the one who longs to reveal truth. May we invite you to coach us over the next few days and bring us into um, more and more of how you made us to be. Amen.